Do you struggle to find answers to your pelvic health problems? Do you feel silenced in your quest to just feel better? Women, girls, sisters, if you have experienced infertility, PCOS, incontinence, painful periods, sexual trauma, and so much more associated with the pelvis, then Women's Pelvis Wellness is a place for you. Me and experts from around the world are joining here to get you the answers to the holistic health that you have been seeking. Please join us in being a pelvis wellness warrior. Joining me today is Hallie Avolio. That's so good. got it. I love That's it. So fun to say. <laughs> That's a really, really fun last name. Well, I'll and give my husband credit for that. <laughs> yeah, I guess you have to. So today, Hallie's with us, and she's going to share her story and just kind of how she got to where she's at today and how she helps women. And we can always direct, um, we can always direct something back to the pelvis, whether it's something physical or emotional or hormonal or energetic. So I'm just going to hand you the floor and I'm excited to hear everything you have to tell us today. Thanks, Amy. It's so great to be here. And I really appreciate, you know, your time and you're asking me to be, be on the show and to share with your audience. So I'm really appreciative for being here and thank you so much. Um, my name is Hallie Evolio, like you said, and my business is called Sassy Healthy Fit. And um, just to touch on the pelvis and the pelvic health side, you know, I'm not a... Uh, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a psychologist. I don't have those credentials by any stretch, but I've been doing a lot of personal reading recently around the energy that comes from the womb space and, you know, the pelvic yes. area in the, in the woman. Um, and I've done, you know, some physical work um, with foundation training and whatnot for diastasis recti. And um, there's so much that happens in this part of our body that we're just not even told about. So I'm really grateful for the work that you do, Amy, because I think that it's really powerful and really potent and more women need to know how much power is in our pelvic womb space. And I'm only beginning to scratch the surface for my own knowledge and I find it to be really, really fascinating. So right. I'm so glad that there's experts like yourself that are, are shedding light on this really important topic. Yeah. Thank you so much. I mean, this is something that I'm incredibly passionate about. I can go very deep and I can go for hours and days probably. Um, and it is a huge problem because the people that we are learning from as far as our health, they don't know these, they don't know this stuff to teach us anyway. You right. know, whether it's our doctors, whether it's our, you know, our nurses, whether it's our parents, they don't know it. Right. Um, right. And so this is something that is, because I know that women are the nurturers and women are the healers. And if I heal a woman and she has, you know, a partner and three kids, she's going to go home and she's going to heal those four people. Yep. And when you have more healed people, it just, it's the ripple, it's the perfect ripple effect. And it does have to start with the woman in the womb space because I that's love it. the source of all. I mean, the yoni is a Sanskrit word for source. And that means the entire female reproductive system. So it is um, something, you know, to be revered because it is powerful. Absolutely. Yeah. 
So thank you. Yeah, no, that's great. Well, I started, you know, my journey started in a completely different way. So my career actually has been in sales and marketing for the last 20 years. And I never, you know, 20 years ago, if you would have asked me if we'd be sitting and having this conversation today, I would have been in complete disbelief. So, you know, my, my backstory is that, you know, I grew up a pretty traditional, I would say lifestyle you know, my parents are still married, you know, they just celebrated, I think their 45th wedding anniversary. So that's amazing. And I have a sibling, a brother and, um, grew up in a nice neighborhood and, you know, had all the things. It was great. I went through school. I didn't have any major issues. Um, I went to college. I graduated in four years. I married my college sweetheart and we have three beautiful children. Uh, so, you know, seemingly everything was like the perfect life. And I, I like to kind of reflect back on, you know, the first 37 or so years of my life. I just turned 41. So for about the first 37 years, I really was living in this existence of what I call the checkbox lifestyle. And I felt compelled to follow this path that I thought was kind of predetermined. And you just check all these boxes in life and that's what makes you happy. And I had this belief, whether it was, you know, from words that was used in my family surroundings or just culturally in society, who knows? I don't even know exactly. I can't pinpoint anything in particular, but I had this idea that you follow this path and you check the boxes and that's how life is supposed to go. And what didn't occur to me is number one, that I could think outside the box. Like that just didn't even cross my mind because I wasn't that person. I was not a think outside the box kind of girl. And number two I didn't think that if you were checking the boxes that you could be dissatisfied or unhappy. And what I found is that while there were a lot of good, beautiful moments going on in my life, I mean, like I said, I have three beautiful, healthy children. I was blessed with really easy pregnancies all the way around. You know, everything was good. But what wasn't good is that I wasn't following my heart. I wasn't following my passion. And I felt really lost. And I really didn't know who I was. And so by the time I was about 37 or so, 36, 37, I was feeling really disenchanted with my life. And it led me to a lot of resentment and anger and frustration. And that manifested in me acting out and creating rifts in my relationships with those that are most important to me, i.e. my husband and my children. And it was awful. And, and I also want to just pause for a moment and say, I also created a really awful relationship with myself. And that is probably the crux of where everything kind of came to be. But in that, in that, you know, negative space and in that place where I was struggling and in like those deep, dark wells, and I didn't know how to get out in the moment, I really learned a lot about who I am and a lot about myself. And what I learned most of all is that I learned to pull myself up out of that dark hole, mostly by myself with the guidance of, you know, mentors that were either spiritual mentors or guides, whether it was through reading, through podcasts, certain people in my life did show up. Um, and I was able to repair relationships that I had done damage to. And I, I learned to trust myself and I learned to really dig deep and to follow who I am in my heart. And honestly, if I hadn't walked my path, if I hadn't gone through everything that I'd gone through, and if I hadn't gone to those really dark places, I wouldn't be able to sit here today and have this conversation with you about mindfulness and how women can really show up in their life. And so 
my mission is to empower what I call in-demand women. So in-demand meaning they have a lot of demands on their time by choice. And I want to empower these in-demand women to prioritize themselves and unlock their sassy side without guilt. And to me, that's like the most key word is the without guilt. Well, I guess that's two words, but (laughs) we we can't feel guilty about putting ourselves first. Mm -hmm. And we have to have fun while we're doing it. Life is too damn short to sit around and check the boxes and feel like you shoulda, woulda, coulda. So I really believe that women have to step up into their power, feel strong about who they are, feel empowered to pursue their passions and have fun while they're doing it. And that is what I'm here to talk about. And I was grinning like the entire time you were talking because it's, that was literally my exact story. And I tell people all the time, I had everything that I was supposed to want. Mm -hmm. And I was never encouraged to even think about wanting anything else. I was having a conversation the other day with a woman and we were talking and she's a spiritual guide as well. And she does a lot of work in health and fitness with women, um, but also has a very strong intuitive sense about her. And she's, you know, very into spiritual, um, you know, Oracle cards and tarot and all this sort of thing. And so we were talking about being light workers. And I think that you, Amy, fall into this category as well. It's like, we have this ability to shed light and to share our light with other women and men too, potentially that, need our light and need our vision. And it's so interesting because I've always thought of myself as a leader and I've always been, I've always taken a leadership role ever since I was a child. And in fact, my mom loves to tell this story that when I was first born and I was in the hospital, I was the baby that would start crying in the nursery and then all the other babies would follow. So (laughs) that's like one of her favorite stories to tell about me as like, you know, less than 24 hours old. And I've always been a leader, but I never really thought of myself in this, in this term of a light worker. And I love it because one of the things that people tell me all the time is they, they kind of marvel at my energy and my positivity and how do I show up every single day in the way that I do. And it's not that my life is perfect because certainly there are areas of improvement for everybody. And I do believe that, but I also really believe that we have to think about things in perspective and we have to really put a positive light on, on our life as best we can. And so I choose to find the positive and I choose to find the good in almost every situation. So I don't think about the negativity and I don't dwell on mm-hmm. the sad or the bad or the ugly. And because of that, I think that I do shine a really bright light and I, and I shed light into situations where others might have struggles and have challenges just seeing the good. And so for me, I feel that that's a huge part of my purpose is to enlighten others to just see that brightness and see that opportunity and see the ways that they can show up and make those choices when they feel stuck. And if I can teach, you know, if I can teach others to do that, then I feel like then that's when I'm doing my work. Well, and I I wanted to kind of share briefly my story because it is so similar to yours and because it is so similar to so many women out there. And I feel like we need permission. Mm -hmm. I don't know who we need permission from, right? I want to give everyone who's listening to this, you have permission to find your path, to find what fills your soul and to make that your life's work. If that's what you choose, I give you permission today, right now, take it, Amen. (laughs) take it and run with it. (laughs) I love it. So when you're coaching women, um, with mindfulness and, 
being present. Just kind of walk me through something that you might, you know, help them see about themselves. Well, one one of the things that I found, you know, and I found this true about myself, and I find this in women that I work with, is we have this habit of not speaking to ourselves in the nicest way. And so we let a lot of the negative self-talk and the self-doubt and our limiting beliefs, which vary obviously person to person, sure. but we let that infiltrate our mind and we let that stop us and slow us down from really doing the things that we want to do. And so one of the things that I love to teach is using things like affirmations, using I am statements to really lift yourself up and remind yourself how empowered, how strong, how intelligent, how wise, how beautiful you are each and every day. And there's a lot of power in our words and the words that we choose. So in part of my teachings, it's using affirmations, journaling, expressing gratitude, and all of these different techniques are ways that we can improve our self-talk because the more we can talk to ourselves, like we're talking to our best friend, the more productive, the more purposeful the happier, the more joyful we are in all parts of our existence. And I, I firmly believe that. So this is amazing. This just, I just remembered this. I went to a workshop and um, they had us write down three things, three negative beliefs that we have about ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then they had us write the opposite of that, the positive affirmation that's going to, you know, kind of, combat that negative belief. Then these two young ladies without, like, we didn't know what they were going to do. We wrote, you know, the negative on one card, the positive on another card. And then these two young ladies, um, they collected them, they put on like a little skit for us. And the negative Mm -hmm. skit, it, it was just, they just picked up the cards and they would just read it. But it was like they were fighting and hurling insults at each other. You know, because it's like, you're not pretty enough and you're ugly and, you know, your butt's got cellulite. Like, they were like saying horrible things to each other. You know, you're not good enough. And it, and people at first, we didn't know what was going on. And then we realized they were hurling all of these insults that we had written about ourselves to each other. And then they flipped it and they started reading all the positive affirmations. And I'm going to get emotional. It was so powerful because it's like you would if somebody said those things to your sister or your child or your partner you want to punch them right in the face yeah so why are you saying that why are you saying it to yourself it's huge it is crazy and yeah again these are things that we're not taught these are things that we don't talk about on a regular basis and so i i talk you know i've been i've been doing a lot of work recently on the, the chakras And really understanding, you know, what is important about the different chakras? How do we, you know, how do we balance ourselves in the different ways, et cetera. And one thing that I've learned about myself is that I have a really powerful throat chakra. It's very open. I'm a manifester in human design. This is my calling. My calling is to communicate and to bring people together and to connect people. And that's all through the throat chakra and having that really open voice, et cetera. But what I'm learning is that so many women in particular, they have a really closed off throat chakra and they don't even realize it. So not only can they not communicate outward, 
they can't even communicate inward. So they don't have the tools to even articulate with these limiting beliefs and this negative self-talk. So they're hearing the, th- the words, they're hearing the negativity that's been infused probably from before childhood, right? Like comes down from our ancestral line into our womb space, right? So all this self-doubt and, you know, lack and scarcity and all these words are infiltrating their minds, but they don't even recognize it that it's happening in that way. And then they don't have the tools to deal with it. And so that's one of the things that I am so passionate about teaching is I want to teach you the tools to start. How do you really open up to be, to go inward and to express yourself outwardly so that you can combat all those negative words? Because when you can really own your self-worth and really start talking to yourself with so much love and so much compassion and so much empathy and forgiveness and gratitude. Mm-hmm. And when you speak to yourself in that way, it opens up so many doors and so many possibilities for your relationship, for your business, for your, you know, your parenting, all of it. Right. Well, and you, you are a product of your environment. And when you start shifting your energy, your environment has to shift around. Absolutely. You. So you're going to start seeing, people are going to start seeing you differently. They're going to, I mean, people notice confidence all the time. I'm a single woman and I've talked to lots of guys about just relationship stuff, you know, throughout the years. And um, one of the things they always say, like the really good stand-up guys who are looking for the same thing that I do, they always say confidence is the best accessory. Yep. You know, if a woman can't be confident in herself, then she can't be confident in a relationship. And then there's jealousy and then there's, it runs the whole gamut of the tidal wave. But I wanted to touch on the throat chakra specifically because where is the thyroid gland in the throat chakra? Yeah. If you cannot speak, cannot communicate, maybe you are physically being prevented by someone who is like abusive or oppressive, or, you know, maybe you are keeping a deep family secret, or as you say, just the, the, you don't have, you know, positive, good effective communication inwardly or outwardly, you will manifest a thyroid condition. And the thyroid controls so many other hormones. It's just, it's just so dominant, you know, all of the, everything that comes out of there. Okay. So if you are someone who is struggling with fertility, you know, directing all your work right back to the pelvis, that thyroid gland is huge because it will affect everything. So getting the energy clear, which means being able to speak effectively, getting all of those secrets or everything off your chest, it will honestly take care of the issue itself. I've seen it happen in Reiki clients many times. Um, That's cool. Yeah. I firmly believe that, you know, we have to treat the human being, not the condition. Yeah, absolutely. So you know, a lot of shamans and natural healers believe if you can heal it in the energetic and spiritual realm, it must be healed in the physical realm. That's the law. Like it can't not be healed. But if you're only working in the physical realm, then you're not getting to the true issue. So it'll never fully go away. You know, what's so funny, Amy, this is just coming to my mind right now. And, and everything that you're saying, it's all kind of coming full circle. Cause I've got, I've got a lot of, um, content that I've been kind of playing around with in the last couple of days around this topic. And 
um, when I was a kid, one of my biggest limiting beliefs was I really thought that I had a thyroid problem. Like I thought that I had a physical thyroid problem and that is why I was always overweight and I couldn't lose weight. And I was probably told this by my mom because she felt it about herself or I heard it and I adopted it for myself, but I believe this to be true. And I believe that I had a thyroid problem that was something physically wrong with me. And even though no doctor could ever prove it, that I had a thyroid problem and I was just destined to be overweight for my entire life and not healthy in that way. Meanwhile, I knew nothing about throat chakras or anything of that to that effect or energy or whatnot. And meanwhile, I also am, you know, I'm tall and I'm about five, nine. I have big hair. I have a loud voice and I never fit in. So I always like grew up with all these girls that were, you know, a lot smaller than me. They were really petite. They were short. They were very athletic. Like I was not any of those things. And I really desired to like fit in. So I would never really speak up or speak my truth because I felt like if I did, then I would be different, like even more different than I already was. So I had these kind of two things going, you know, going side by side. And of course I don't have a thyroid issue. Like that is not an issue, but as I've gotten more comfortable in my skin and really done this like deep soul searching and this deep work that I've done over the last several years, I've really expressed myself naturally and opened up my throat chakra. And I just, you know, um, I take care of that side of me energetically. And I think that I'm probably the healthiest I've ever been. And I haven't thought about having that, you know, limiting belief thyroid issue in ages. So it does all come full circle. Right. And so the fact that like now I'm very open in my communication style and how I express myself, I think that's a cool, a cool, uh, connection of the energy of my own physical body. Yeah. So I love that. Well, and the thyroid issues run in my family too. And I know why, but I can't convince others. <laughs> You're like, the, just listen to me. I know what I'm talking about. You would just about. do everything I said. Your life would be perfect. Right? Oh. Yeah. Um, that, that's, that's my feng shui report, my feng shui yeah. calendar. There you go. <laughs> um, but, but it's true. I have, you know, my, my mom and most of her siblings are on some type of thyroid medication. I just learned that my sister and one of my younger brothers is now on thyroid. One is hyper, one is, you know, hypo. And both of them, I, I like, I can see the lack of communication. I can see it. Like it's, you know, I'm someone who de I deal with energy. I deal with spirits. Like I can see your right. blockage as if you were, you know, holding something up, like literally in front of your throat. I can see it. I can feel it, but I can't do anything about it. If the person is not willing to exactly. you know, at least explore the idea Right. So that gets a little frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> or when I, like, sometimes I have clients that come to me and they, they say, but I'm trying, I'm doing all this work. I'm doing all this work. And I say, no, you're not. I'm the one doing the work. But when you leave here, you don't do anything, mm. you know? And I talk to them like that because it's like, do you want to get healed or do you just want to keep paying me to make you feel better for a couple hours? Right. Because Yes, I need an income, but you, I want to teach you how to heal yourself without me here because well, once that's you're healed, again, the ripple effect. Well, and that's the whole thing, right? It's like, and, I, and one of the things that I talk about frequently is stepping out of your comfort zone. Yes. And it's uncomfortable to step out of your comfort zone. Hello. That's why it's called a comfort zone. It's not like a cozy, cushy blanket outside, you know, yeah. that outside of that zone 
man, it's like a cold, windy mountain that you're climbing up barefoot naked. I mean, you mm -hmm. know, it sucks, but yeah. it's also so rad when you get to the top of that mountain and you're like, hell yeah, I just broke free from my comfort zone and I crossed this mountain and I overcame this obstacle and this limiting belief. And I'm feeling so awesome about myself right now. Mm -hmm. Like that's amazing. And then you've got a new comfort zone to break through. So, right. you know, yeah. it's a journey. It's never ending, which that's the, to me, the beauty, like when you can really embrace that it's all a journey and there is no end because God, if there was an end, like how boring would that be? Right. And then you just stop. So I love the journey for me. It's all about the journey. Like what's the next challenge? What is the next thing that I get to really like dig into? But mm -hmm. certainly when you have the tools to be able to dig in, it's so much easier then when you're in this place of like, oh God, I'm failing, I'm drowning, I don't know what to do, I'm uncomfortable, and I don't know how to help myself. So between you and I, if we can help provide the tools, right? right. That's that's where that's where the magic happens. Yes, absolutely, hundred percent. One of my negative beliefs that I have been really um, focused on releasing, because I've had several of those aha moments, as you kind of just described, of like, wow, like. I'm kind of amazing. Like, I think I just did something super freaking amazing. And then you think to yourself, well, it's going to only get better. I'm going to get more awesome. Like, am I going to make more money and touch more people and help heal more people? And like, it gets really, it gets big and then it gets scary, you For know? Sure. And then sometimes there's this imposter syndrome we've got going on. But my thing is that I remember growing up and hearing all the time, like, don't get too big for your britches. You know, don't ever get too good to come home. Mm. And it was almost always in the context of, you know, so-and-so family member, you know, they, they're, they're rich and they came, they don't come home anymore or so-and-so left town and, you know, now they're doing well and they don't want to, you know, come back to where they came from. And it was just this weird thing of, well, if I get, you know, rich and famous for doing you know, this amazing life's work, then I'm going to lose my family. <laughs> and I'm right, like, well, right. oh, I can go home whenever I want to. <laughs> right. My right. home is my womb space. I yeah. take it with me wherever I go. Erica Badu, check her out. <laughs> I, lo I love it. It's awesome. I love Erica Badu. Yeah. So that's one of my, that I'm really focused on trying to release right now. That's good. See, it's, it's all, it's on the awareness, right? We all have our, we all have our challenges, right? you know, and we all have our doubts. Those don't go away, by the way, just no. for anybody listening, there is not one person out there. I would argue that doesn't have doubt, self-worth issues, et cetera. It's how you choose to deal with it. And it's how you choose to react to it. And some days it's going to flare and you just want to curl up in a ball and cry and that's okay. But are you choosing a are you choosing that path regularly or is that just a once in a while situation? So hopefully it's just a once in a while situation. And most of the time you can see those, you know, those issues coming up and those self doubts and those, uh, limiting beliefs. And then you can say, yeah, I know you're there. Thank you for protecting me, but I'm going to be awesome today. Right. And I think too, as someone, I have two, I have three children. Um, I have boys that are 10 and 14 and a daughter who's 12. 
And, you know, I've been on this path since I was probably about 30. And I'm so thankful that I woke up, so to speak, when I was, when the kids were still small, because I am able to give them a totally different experience Mm -hmm. as far as energy and emotions and that self-talk and just being more present. Because so oftentimes when we're parents, it's just like, get through the day, everybody survives, okay, now crash. Like, you know, especially when the kids are young and they're so close together and everybody needs you all the time and they're always touching you and there's body fluids on you all the time. It's just like, oh God, just get through the day, you know? But to be present in those moments, because, you know, again, it's, it's very, it's just such a teeny tiny short time, Yep. you know, that we're there. And so to be able to be present in those moments, and that didn't mean I didn't freaking lose my shit sometimes. I totally did. And I still do, but I'm so much more aware of that. And so are they. Yeah. You know, they'll, they'll even come right up to me. My son will say, okay, you're crabby. And I see you have some pimples on your face. Are you getting your period? Do you want us to leave you alone? Like my 14 year old will say that to me. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, no, honey, I love you. Just come by me and snuggle. It's okay. I oh want them. That's so cute. <laughs> yeah. That's so cute. Yeah. They're very, they're very aware of everything. We just talk about everything. And I think it's really important because we do obviously being a woman, um, we do so much talking about boosting women and boosting women and teaching women about their bodies. But I'm raising two boys, you know, they have, yeah. I mean, they have the chakras system the same as we do. I mean, it's, it's, is it is a different take between the male and female energies, but um, it's so important to talk to all kids and to give all of them um, parents do instill or not instill self-confidence into your, into their children. Absolutely. So when you leave to go off to college, you know, are they confident? Are you confident that they're confident enough to make all these decisions on their own? Right. Or whatever it is. Right. And again, those chakras um, are in the abdomen and pelvic area, you know, that we work on. So it's important. Yeah, absolutely. Do you want to share with anybody or with the listeners about your, about your specific business, how they can reach you? And if you have any any upcoming events or anything? Yeah, that would be great. Thank you. So uh, everybody can find me on my website is sassyhealthy.fit or on social media at sassyhealthyfit. I have a very active Facebook group. I would love to invite any women listeners to join Amy. I know you're an active participant, so I thank you. Mm-hmm. And that's just at facebook.com slash groups slash my sassy life. And I have a special gift also for your listeners, which is I have an affirmation card deck. And so okay. I have a digital version of the affirmations. It's called the sassy AF affirmations. So I will make sure to send that to you so you can include that and anyone can download it. It's free. Um, and if anyone wants to chat one-on-one, just send me a message or a DM or an email or whatever's good. And I'm happy to talk to anybody that would like some guidance or support, or just really needs some light shed on how to live their most sassy, empowered life. And I am part of your group on Facebook and it is very positive and I, I, I really, I like it. You know, it's Thank not, it's, it is, it has a totally different energy than a lot of other groups on Facebook. There's sometimes there's know negativity or tension or some type of um competitiveness but you don't get that in that group i don't feel at all 
awesome. So yeah, it's really great. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here with us today and just sharing your wisdom with us. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. It's been a fun conversation and I'm just so grateful that you and I have connected and for the work that you do. So thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Thank you for joining me today on Women's Pelvis Wellness, where you can be heard. Because remember, if you're not being heard, you're not being helped. Please join my Facebook group by the same name, Women's Pelvis Wellness, and join a community of women who are there for you to support you, guide you, and love you through your pelvic health struggles. Also, this is a great place to check out my new class schedule. Thank you for joining me in becoming a pelvis wellness warrior.